Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world. Woman, woman, a warrior is a woman. Hello, you're listening to the New Vision Podcast. I am Rathina Seji. Now, as we build up to Women's Day, we continue sharing stories of different women who have gone through various struggles and also telling us how best they have turned their life around. In studio today, I have a first-year student at Uganda Christian University pursuing a bachelor's degree in mass communication. Now, you might wonder what a first-year student has gone through at this stage, but you never know. We all have different experiences and when it comes to a woman we have to share those stories to let the world know what is really happening to these rather fragile species in studio today i have gand dorin dorin welcome to the show thank you very much ruth yeah so dorin you have a story that everyone needs to know do you mind sharing the story to the world it's okay because the more we share the story the more we create awareness and uh, the more we try to curb this problem of modern slavery okay. and um, brain drain, because True. Uganda has vast brain and it's better we stay here and make good use of it. Thank God you said modern slavery. Dorin happens to be one of the Ugandans who have tested it. Dorin, tell us what really happened and where did you go? Uh, it happened to me like every normal Ugandan lady mm-hmm. who'd want to improve their life, you know. I come from a humble background, mm-hmm. and given that at that time I'd lost my job, mm-hmm. and I tried to look for a job for one solid year, and I couldn't find one. What were you doing then? Uh, by then I was a waitress. A waitress? Yes. Which year are we talking about? Uh, we are talking about 2017. Mm-hmm. That's when I lost my job. Then I traveled in 2018. Mm-hmm. But it all happened um, after watching this captivating advert on TV. Like, Mm -hmm. we take girls outside, you get good money. Mm -hmm. You know, it is so good. And everyone really would want to leave Uganda and go where the, you know, the the pasture is green. Yeah. Mm. So... I went and visited this particular company. Okay. I did the registration and everything. Mm-hmm. Went through the medical checkup and uh, signed the contract to work for two years in Amman, Jordan, mm-hmm. as a housemaid. Mm-hmm. But of which some friends were like, but we've been seeing these things over the news and you really want to go? I'm like, yeah, let me go because I cannot stay home without food. Most of the things we need in life, it mm. takes money to buy them. True. So you I needed children? money. Yes, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us, how did you get to Jordan? I was given a call after a long wait, actually. I think mm-hmm. it was a wait of three months. Oops. And then mm. they're like, okay, your flight is on. And we were taken to Entebbe, but to my surprise, we had to branch off to a certain place where I found many girls in waiting also. They were also preparing to travel to various places, Mm -hmm. Dubai, Mm -hmm. Jordan. Mm -hmm. So me and my other two friends were supposed to go to Jordan, of which we spent three weeks there. They were taking us through the Arab culture. Like how they greet simple, simple things like Mm -hmm. how to ask for water, for a spoon, you know, Mm -hmm. and then how these people behave, how we are supposed to conduct ourselves in these homes. Mm -hmm. And after those three weeks, uh, we were driven to the airport. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, yeah, we boarded the plane and off we went to Jordan. Yeah, to Jordan. Tell us what circumstances led to what you now call modern slavery. Uh, on arrival mm-hmm. at the airport in Amman, Jordan. Mm-hmm. These um, agents, I think they're called agents, True. like they're supposed to receive you. True. We mm. were many girls, but then every person is picked up by a different agent. Mm. So that is when you split. You're not sure whether you will see each other again. And we had built this bond for had the two days journey. Mm. Yeah, we had managed to share contacts, but we didn't know that our phones would be taken. Ow. So on arrival to the airport, this agent comes and picks you up and um, you give him your passport and your phone. Okay. So we're taken to the office. Uh, from the office, again, we're taken to another place, I think, for medical checkup. We were injected, blood tested, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But really, they were not explaining to us. First of all, there was a language barrier. True. We were not fluent in Arabic. Mm-hmm. We didn't know Arabic. So, and actually, the agent had told me, you don't speak to anyone. He speaks on your behalf. Yeah, he speaks on your behalf and Mm. you speak when you're spoken to. So basically it was just um, a yes, sir. Yeah, yes, a thing. Like, (laughs) sit here, sit, stand up, stand, you know, go here, go. And uh, the communication was not so good because the English, their English command is not so good like ours. Okay. So after I was taken back to the office, and again I was told not to talk to anyone because I found several girls, mm. not only from Uganda, from also Kenya, I think from Somalia, I met some Somalis. But through the process, no one was explaining to us, of which I was made to sign another contract, but it was in Arabic. So basically you sign you what don't you don't understand. Mm. Uh, we sat there till evening, then he's like, okay, now I'm going to take you to your boss. Mm-hmm. And off we first went. First day in Jordan. That is yes, the very first day in Jordan. Some girls actually they were like, "You're lucky." Some of us have been here for some time, but then mm. it happens. Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. So you're now at your new boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from the agent to the boss. Yeah, from the agent to the boss. And How then was your first day. My first day. Yes. Just knew I was so tensed up. There was all this fear around me, you know. Okay. Like I'm not understanding the language. I'm not understanding how what's going, going on. Yeah. Like how am I going to work? How am I going to survive? Mm-hmm. What is next? You know, you're just curious. What is next? Mm-hmm. And given that my phone was already taken, mm-hmm. my passport taken, mm-hmm. like I started getting questions in my head. Like I thought I was going to retain my phone and my passport mm. because initially in Uganda they had told us you have a right to your phone. True. To communicate to your family and friends and mm. even to the agency in Uganda. Okay, so Doreen, you're with your new boss. Mm-hmm. You've started working, but you do you have challenges with communication. Yes. Well, at what point did you feel this is indeed modern slavery? Because you've already tested it. No communication, no phone. There is no you can get back home. Mm-hmm. So you're there alone in a place with actually strangers. Definitely. At what point did you feel these people are not treating me right? And what did you go through? Um, the first thing that really triggered my mind, mm. because to every human being, I have a right to move outside, mm-hmm. to associate with my environment. The very first day, they give me the rule. And the very first rule, they told me, never make a mistake to get out of the house without our permission. Like the door is ever locked. Mm -hmm. So the only place you have to rotate is the kitchen, the toilet, the bathroom. And your chores. 
and you chose what were they chose ah uh, they chose you wake up from <laughs> around 5:30 okay you start with cleaning the house mm-hmm. and the house is quite big you really scrub uh, actually they don't clean their houses like we ugandans the way we clean them mm. you have to climb up to clean the windows so it is up to you to make sure that you don't fall down <laughs> from the storied building um you have to scrub this uh, golden silver wire with some chemicals okay. you really have to scrub the toilet you know the toilet seat and mm. everything in it the bathtub as in you really scrub the Are house you given gadgets to do all that work uh the first week i didn't get the gloves Okay. It's after like the second week when I was like I read on the chemicals at least I had gone through school. Oh yeah. Mm. So I knew how to read. Like I saw hazard like put on gloves and mm. actually I'd started getting some Scars. allergies okay. on my skin. Mm-hmm. So I told them I needed gloves of which they gave me. But if you're not um, that bold enough then you will have to scrub those toilets with your bare hands because I have met people who have attested to that. Mm. Yeah, the first week I also did it. Um and then you have these plates to wash. You know, Arabs have quite big families. Mm-hmm. You know, they are like mother, sister, brother, in-laws mm-hmm. in the same home. <laughs> okay. Of which we left Uganda knowing like I'm going to work with one or you know, a small a Ugandan small family. family. Okay. But my surprise, okay, the next day I meet sister and husband, another sister and her husband. By the time you know it, everyone knows, okay, mommy brought her maid, so everyone brings in their children. Mm-hmm. So you have this task cleaning the house, um, the plates, the children, you know, and of which you don't have to touch an Arab's child. You don't have to touch that child. Good, Doreen, you have quite... an experience one person working on almost everything and so many handling so many people in a house it is quite something that we need to get uh, deeper into so we close off this first segment with Doreen Gandhi who was in Jordan to work as a housemaid and she was tortured beaten and so much more that we are going to get to know in our next episode i am Ruth Nasija you're still listening to the stories of different women who have gone through various struggles and how best they have turned their life around woman woman Savior is a woman, woman, woman. A warrior is a woman, woman, woman. A savior is a woman.